the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Recovery and Restoration. Saints of God, it's truly blessing to have a God who's a God of recovery and restoration in your life. A God who's willing and able to restore everything that has been lost and stolen from our lives. It's an even bigger blessing when we let him be a God of recovery and restoration in our lives. So since our God is that kind of God, we ought to learn to find out what we need to do to cooperate with him and let him be that kind of God in our life. A God who recovers and restores everything that was stolen and are lost in our lives. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Job chapter 20. Let's begin reading in verse 12. I love the Lord. It says, though wickedness be sweet in his mouth, though he hide it under his tongue, though he spare it and forsake it not, but keep it still within his mouth, yet his meat, his meat in his bowels is turned. It is the gall of asp within him. He have swallowed down riches and he shall vomit them up again. God shall cast them out of his belly. Another way of phrasing, he gonna cough it up. Somebody say he gonna cough it up. Verse 16. He shall suck the poison of asps and the viper's tongue shall slay him. He shall not see the rivers, the floods, the brooks of honey and butter. That which he laboreth for shall he restore. And shall not swallow it down according to his substance. Shall the restitution be. And he shall not rejoice therein. Another way of phrasing it. That the, he might have enjoyed it for a while. But he ain't going to enjoy it no more. Because he's going to have to give it up. Somebody say give it up. Give it up. Drop down to verse 27. It says the heaven shall reveal his iniquity. And the earth shall rise up against him. The increase of his house shall depart. And his goods shall flow away in the day of his wrath. This is the portion of a wicked man from God. And the heritage appointed unto him by God. This is his heritage that he has to give it up. Just like we have a heritage. That we can receive recovery and restoration of everything that God has in store for us. He has a heritage too. He's going to give it up. Everybody say give it up. Give it up. Amen. God said he'll restore it. 
That word restore right there means to turn back. To turn back. It went away. But don't worry, it's going to turn back and begin to start coming back your way. He's going to turn it back, cause it to come back your way. It also translates bring back, bring home again, and return. It also translates bring back, bring home again, and to return. Some of you, money that was supposed to be yours, finances that were supposed to be yours, substance and stuff that was supposed to be yours never became yours or became yours and then it ended up going out the door never to be seen no more god said i'm gonna turn it back so that it can be able to come right back to you where it went out like a like 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 money but it's gonna turn boomerang and then it's gonna just come back and then all of us gonna start coming back to you at this time this is good news now this recovery and restoration of stuff includes substance that comes from various angles it includes stuff from various angles. These are the angles that he showed me. Turn to Psalms number 37. Let me show you one of the angles that he showed me. I love the Lord. Money that was supposed to be yours is coming back. It's going to boomerang back to you. Bigger than it was before. More than it was before. Because it has all the reparations and, and, and penalties attached to it. Psalms number 37, stanza number 21. It reads, the wicked borroweth and payeth not again, but the righteous showeth mercy and giveth. Part I want you to focus on is how the wicked borroweth, but giveth giveth not back again. So part of this recovery and restoration of substance is going to include substance that comes from the wicked who borrowed without paying back. The wicked who borrowed without paying back. See, it's wicked to borrow and not repay. Look at your neighbor and say, it really is. At least that's what the Bible said. I know society tell you it's okay because you got chapter 7 and you got chapter 11. You got all all these different chapters where you can get out of paying stuff. Praise God. But God got a chapter say it's wicked. In fact, he got chapters that say it's wicked. Hey, man, y'all ain't getting quiet on me because you owe somebody, are you? It's wicked to borrow without repaying. Well, we have a God who will neither let wickedness remain in our lives personally, nor allow the effect of other people's wickedness to be able to reign and remain in our life and affect us personally. We got a God who will neither let wickedness remain in our lives personally. That's why he be on you to pay up, pay people. Because he won't let wickedness remain in your life. And he won't let the effect of wickedness, uh, 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 somebody else's wickedness occur in your life either. So just like God is on you to pay people that you owe, he's on them to pay them what they owe you. Just like God is on you to pay people you owe. And he owns you too. Sick him, God. Because you don't want to be wicked no more. You're supposed to be a child of God. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And the righteous act right. Now we was excited a moment ago when we was talking about this coming back to us. Be just as excited that you're going to give it back up too. 
In fact, give me a loud hallelujah right now. Praise God. Especially if you owe some folk. But Lord, thank you. I'm about to pay up. Amen. See, it's the wicked who borrow without paying back. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 24. I love the Lord. God's going to make sure that folk that owe you pay you back. That's shouting ground. Because some of us, all kind of folk owe us. Hallelujah. We're in Deuteronomy chapter 24. Let's begin reading at verse 10. We'll see that the person who borrowed what they borrowed, but has not yet repaid what they borrowed, will bring us what they borrowed. I said they'll bring us what they borrowed. The reason why I said bring us, because a lot of us hear a word like that, say, well, okay, I'm going to start calling folk up and going after them. No, no, no. Remember, God said he'd bring it back in different angles. Sometimes he'll do it from the, the person who did it. Sometimes he'll bring the same amount back and more from somebody else to you. But just in case it's the person, let's read this. Deuteronomy chapter 24, begin reading at verse 10. It reads, When thou dost lend thy brother anything, thou shalt not go into his house to fetch his pledge. Which means you don't bust in there, OJ. (laughs) Even when they got your stuff. You do time when you do stuff like that. Anyway. When thou dost lend thy brother anything, thou shalt not go into his house to fetch his pledge. And that includes calling him up too. Thou shalt stand abroad. The man to whom thou dost lend shall bring out the pledge abroad unto thee. Shall bring it out unto thee. Which means that you just stay where you are. God said, I'll tell them to come to where you are and be able to bring it back. Everybody said, well, come on. Hey, man, God will do that. He'll bring it to you. See, we're not supposed to go, go, gonna go after our money. That's not biblical, per se, unless somebody stole it and he told you to do it, praise God, but in relationship to borrowing and things like that and chasing money and stuff like that, no. They're supposed to come after you. God's going to make sure it comes after you. See, the ones who borrow it from us are going to bring it back to us. So with that in mind, let me use the God-given authority that, that's mine to be able to de- declare and decree what it is he said to you and me about the borrowed money that it is that's going to be returned to you and me. I call back money that are owed to the people of God at Word of Faith San Antonio to be returned to the people of God at Word of Faith San Antonio. I call back loans that were provided in good faith that were never repaid to be repaid in full in Jesus' name. I call back payments that were promised to be paid that for whatever reason were never paid. I call them to be paid in full in Jesus' name. Father, touch the heart of the people who owe us to pay us that which they owe us in full in Jesus' name. Anybody receive that? Say, I receive that right now in Jesus' name. 
Because God's going to cause a recovery and restoration of things that were held back from people that owe you. You know, they want to have been lying the last five years about when I get my income tax, I'm going to give it to you. They're going to come knocking on your door because they ate their income tax over and over again. But remember that one he said he's going to cough it up? <coughs> here's, your, here's your payment. Remember, it's going to come back clean. Now, this recovery and restoration of substance also includes the substance that comes from another angle that he showed me. Let's look at this one. Malachi chapter 3, please. Malachi chapter 3. Money that was owed to you is coming back to you. That includes money you knew about, money you didn't know about, money you forgot about. All of it's coming back. You just slip somebody a little something, something, just help them get through. and Didn't even think about it ever coming back to you. Here it come. Malachi chapter 3. Here's another one that the Lord's talking about. Starting with verse 4, it says, Then shall the offering of Judah... And Jerusalem be pleasant unto the Lord, as in the days of old, as in the former years. And I will come near to you to judgment. And I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers and against the adulterers and against the false swearers and against those that oppress the hireling in his wages, the widow and the fatherless. And that turn aside the stranger from his right and fear not me, saith the Lord of hosts. God's about to do that in some people's lives. So included in the restoration and recovery that's going to be coming to you, it's the substance that's going to come from the person or persons who oppressed your wages. The person or persons who oppressed your wages. God says, I'm going to come to them with judgment, with a judgment. Now, that word judgment right there properly means a verdict, a verdict. Now, this is a verdict that's whether it's favorable or unfavorably pronounced judicially. It's a verdict that's favorably or unfavorably that's pronounced judicially. Well, God is the judge of all mankind. And he's already seen everything that happened throughout all mankind. And he sees the people that oppressed our wages, oppressed our wages. And God said, I'm about to pay you back. Because for them, it's going to be a verdict that's unfavorable. For us, it's going to be a verdict that's favorable. Because when a person, when a judge gives a verdict that's unfavorable for one party, trust me, it's favorable for the other party. Well, it's going to be unfavorable for them. It's going to be very favorable for us. Because included in the list of the ones that God's going to pronounce a verdict upon are those who oppress the hireling in his wages. Now, the word oppressed right there means defrauded, defrauded them in their wages. Now, this is talking about those who should have gotten more or and could have gotten more. The ones that should have gotten more. Now, this is a combination. I put them both together. Should have gotten more and could have gotten more, but didn't get any more. For their labor than they did. That could have gotten. That should have gotten more. 
and could have gotten more. Now, why'd you add those both together? Because sometimes you might have been working for a company that you, true enough, you should have gotten more from for what you did, but they couldn't pay you any more than what they did. That's not a, a person that defrauded you. That was a person that you made an agreement with and they lived up to their agreement. Come on, remember the person that went out and gave one person a penny for what it is they did, and then they came back to some people later on in the day, hired some more people, and they gave them the same penny, and they're like, hold up, what's up with you? Didn't, I just, they just got here. I've been here all these years, and you gave them the same penny I got. Say, didn't any of what I agreed to you about was well, a penny? Yeah, that's what I agreed. Well, then shut up to you. Praise God, because I gave you what it is I agreed with you about. So I'm not talking about a person that, that you was in agreement with, with what it is that they, they did for you because that's what they could pay you at that time. I'm talking about what you should have gotten and could have gotten, whereas they could have paid you more, should have paid you more, could have had it because they had it. They just chose not to do it because they chose to make sure that it stuck with them and came to them instead. That's the one I'm talking about. Those were the ones that defrauded you. Them's the one that ripped you off. Now, this is an interesting point because most of us don't know what that was. In most situations, we don't know that we could have gotten more. Sometimes we don't even know that we should have gotten more. You might have came in on a negotiation at the time of at the interview. And they said, what do you believe uh, that you should make? And they might have been having one amount in mind that they was going to give. But you undercut them. Use a figure. You might have said, they might have said, you might have walked in and they said, well, 50, 50,000 I think would be nice for this. Would, you know, would be good enough for this. They was thinking about giving you 75. As soon as you said 50, they said, 45 is what I can do. And you was like, 45 to zero? Bet. Where do I sign? And they think, right here, hurry up, hurry up. Praise God. Because that other 25 plus 5 is, should have been yours. Could have been yours. At least, a, it, is, is anybody hearing me up in here? So think about all that that piled up all those years. That should have been yours. God said, I'll make sure it's returned to you. Because they defrauded you. They ripped you off. They oppressed your wages. See, the oppressing of wages could have been through an employer. It could have also been through a government agency because some of us had were rightfully do something from a government agency, but they've been oppressing, giving you that, which is rightfully yours. And they've been sending you a denial, telling you no, telling you you don't qualify, tell them that it's not for you, figured out a way around giving it to you. You might have had a loved one depart, go home to be with the Lord. That should have been yours because you had just married them. But then they said, well, no, you were supposed to be married at least 30 days. You weren't married but 27 and a half days and stuff. So, And it was a leap year, so you don't qualify. And you walked away thinking like, well, I guess that's just it. God said, no, that ain't just it because I saw what they did. I saw that that was mine that was supposed to have that. And I'm going to take care of that. Turn to Leviticus chapter 19. It could be from an employer. It can be from a government agency. But one thing is for certain, there's a recovery and a restoration that's coming our way. 
Leviticus chapter 19. God said, no, 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 no. That was my, my person you was playing. That was my person you was taking advantage of. See, God doesn't want his children defrauded, included in their wages. You don't want them defrauded. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 13, it reads, Thou shalt not defraud thy neighbor, neither rob him. The wages of him that is hired shall not abide with thee all night until the morning. All night until the morning. See, God doesn't want his children defrauded, included in their wages, which means wages that should have been paid to God's people should not be withheld from God's people. That's why they're in somebody else's house, somebody else's bank account, somebody else's business. It's in there. When God said, no, that was supposed to be theirs. And I don't like that. Now, God's telling his people in Leviticus, he's telling his people to train his people, don't do that. He's training, he's having his, he's training his people, Levitical priests, to tell his people, don't do that. Why? Because God don't play that. Now, we know better than to do that. But the world don't necessarily know. Because they just going to rip, they just going to rip. They're going to do every, every, it's dog eat dog. Add man for himself and, and, and your God for them all. Praise God. But at the same time, God said, I see what they did. And if I don't like it amongst my own kids, I sure don't like it out there. Especially when it's happening to my kids. And he going to handle it. Somebody say handle it up in here. Turn to Luke chapter 10. See, because it was rightfully yours. And God doesn't like nobody else taking that which is rightfully yours. And then making it theirs. Especially by defrauding you. Playing you, ripping you off. Figuring you don't know no better. God said, but I know everything. And remember, I see sees all and avenges it. Luke chapter 10, verse 7. Let us read this is what Jesus says. And, then, and in the same house remain, eating and drinking such things as they give. Why is that? For the labor is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house. Now I want to focus on the part that says the labor is worthy of their hire. See, in God's eyes, the labor is worthy of their hire. The one who works is worthy of their pay. That means it's yours. If you did the work, the pay was supposed to be yours. If you did the work, the pay was supposed to be yours. Many of you did the work, but they shorted you on the pay that was supposed to be yours. Shorted you on the overtime. Shorted you on, on, on various things at various times. Shorted you on things so they wouldn't have to pay you that. So that they can keep the money in their own business. God said, I saw that. That's theirs. They might have poured it all in their account. But God can see in their account and see that that, that's theirs, that theirs, all of that. That section right there is all theirs. And he's about to bring reparation. Somebody say, it's mine. mine. Somebody say, it's rightfully mine. mine. Somebody say, I want it. it. I'll receive it, God. Say, if if you bring it, I'll receive it. Turn to James chapter 5. Well, then get ready to receive it then. Because if you're in agreement with it, God's going to do it. Now, if you're not in agreement with this, just be entertained by the message. Praise God. James chapter 5. God knows whether you were mistreated in your wages or not. And he is the one that's going to avenge you. James chapter 5 verse 4 says, Behold, 
Don't miss this. The higher and the laborers who have reaped down your fields, which is of you, kept back by fraud, crieth. And the cries of them which have reaped are entered into the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth. That's the Lord of hosts. That's the Lord of the military hosts. That's the one that's ready to do battle for you. See, God knows whether you've been mistreated in your wages or not. And if you were mistreated in your wages, God is going to cause recovery and restoration to be able to happen to you of all that was supposed to be received by you. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that this teaching is blessing you as much as it's blessed me. And I hope even more that you're learning to let God be a God of recovery and restoration in your life like he's been in so many ways and at so many times in my life. The Bible tells us that God wants and is willing to do it for me and you. So let's let God do what he wants to do for me and you. That is bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. So come on through. I guarantee you that you'll be blessed when you do. And we'll be blessed when you do too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word that we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.